Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, so what's really important to understand about the Q movement, it is not just local to the United States, it is all over the globe because what it deals with is corruption at the highest levels of government, power, whether they be, you know, the executive branch, the legislative, or the judicial, okay? And they are, like, figuring out how to do things like create infinite energy or do things like anti-gravity technology or inertia propulsion. That came out this week. Oh, delightful. That's, that's the big <laughs> that's news. That's the only thing I have time for right now. Oh, the conspiracies are deep. Anyway, are. did you read it? A weekly podcast about the internet by way of Reddit, the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I'm the boobs. My free day out here at the stewed. Ooh, in the bunker. So today we are, as, as we had kind of alluded to last week, we... Um, you know, we recorded last week's right after the the siege on the Capitol, the so-called <laughs> siege on the Capitol. And and now um, because so there's been so much that there's been so much conversation around loosely around the concept of conspiracy and Reddit and the Reddit conspiracy thread is is like hot on the case of every case. And, you know, as we were kind of going through things last week in preparation for our second part of anti-work, we just, like, couldn't help but get distracted by some of the conspiracy things. We wanted to revisit conspiracy, which we have done before. It's actually one of our more popular episodes because we talked in depth about Alyssa Lamb, if you guys remember the, the classic Holy Alyssa shit. Lamb story. But now I think be, because of everything that happened last week, it's, it's created this just wild hive of insane constant conspiracies so i thought it was worth us engaging in some of those conspiracies um both around the kind of insurrection and then not around the insurrection as dog boobs alluded to there are some other juicy hot uh, new world order news pieces about hollywood elites and their quest for pedophile blood or something um, <laughs> that we can update on so um anyway let's get straight into it. i mean why don't we why don't we just start with the arnie hammer news that's a great way what a fascinating way to get into this wow yeah no kidding so this is a great way to jump into both front page news and right. conspiracy because army hammer was that screen Doug. you got it oh yeah let me pull up a let me pull up let me pull it up <laughs> the e the entertainment news the e entertainment tonight news i mean this is a strange one because you know it's, we're the the top line information for anybody who's unfamiliar is that army hammer is a cannibal alleged cannibal <laughs> is that the idea so yeah so what came out last week were all of these really messed up dms that someone posted that were allegedly from army hammer so um this is a great example of it i'm 100 percent a cannibal i want to eat you fuck that's scary to admit b i've never admitted that before he says that is one of the tamer ones okay like it is oh yeah very x-rated don't read right. them all if you are under the age of 12 but if you're above the, the, age, 12, the age of like 35 okay. <laughs> <Go>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah so basically i like the court the, 
the like when he's in court with this text chain, he's like <laughs> his his whole defense is I'm definitely not a cannibal. And they're like, Well, what about the text message you sent to the girl at eleven fifty nine on Tuesday? That says I am a hundred percent a cannibal. <laughs> well, that's, that's that's neither here nor there, uh, Judge. That's, that's what I really love about this about this story is it's it's uh, like the evidence they're using is is like the way that you would frame someone in the yeah. laziest way possible. Right. Like I have no. a text that proves it. Look, it yeah. says literally uh, I am a hundred percent a cannibal. What you want it more proof? <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. So apparently, Army Hammer was outed this week of being into, it, it goes beyond this, but being into BDSM and right. very dark kink of uh, dark arts, yeah. rape fantasies. Of right. Cool, you know? Hey. Fantasies. So like the, the well, and this could be, this could be kink shaming if you, if you I, think about this, it. That's what I was going to say is like, I do think that there's, there's an element of this. Like, I, I don't want to kink shame like BDSM. I've never done it. Doesn't really seem like it's for me, but I'm kind of like, Hey, do your thing. Army. Yeah. Get, go to town, bud. Dude, uh, he's like in a little weird. I don't, I, that one sketches me out a little bit. And yeah. then, and then, you know, unless, cannibal it's, fantasy, unless it's you being like, raped. Yeah. Cannibal fantasy. I'm kind of like, I mean, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It yeah. seems so. It seems so out there that it's like border. It's like Avatar kinks or something. We're just like, yeah, we're yeah. both going to dress up as 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 Cameron's avatar, so, and it's so unrealistic that it doesn't really matter. Like exactly, it, falls into that camp, you know? Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. The kink stuff. Well, the more you dig into Army Hammer, the more you start to believe he's a one hundred percent a cannibal. Like he, mm-hmm. like he says in his text. <laughs> what like, other evidence do you have? The evidence I have is is basically his family history. First of all, he was one of the Winklevi, actually both of the Winklevi in the social network. And those guys, you know, rich white guys, they love to eat people. This, they we, do. We know, we know that. That's, true. Yes. That's a fact. That's 100% a fact. Uh, yeah. um, and then, but his family is like this extremely wealthy oil tycoon family, you know, for the last hundred years in America. So he in comes from life. like... In real, in the real world, so his wow. his grand, he's the great grandson of this oil tycoon named Armand Hammer, who uh, you know was super tight with the Russians. That's a separate topic, but it's worth mentioning because we're talking about conspiracy theory. Um, so he comes from this long line of like you know extreme wealth in America. Um, you know, of course, what do you do when you're wealthy in America? You never have to work. You become an actor because you know it's going to be ten years right. till you get a paycheck. So or an um, artist. He happens to be extremely handsome. So he's wealthy, he's handsome. So he grew up in a world, I'm just guessing, like we've all seen in movies, a lot of mansions, a lot of hedges, a lot of um, garden mazes. You know they're sleeping around uh, at nine. You know, they're doing crazy yeah. sex stuff. So by the time he gets to 30 and he's famous, right. he's done everything there is to do sexually with every like hot girl out of wherever. Right. And he's like, and he starts nibbling. He just starts, yeah. he tries a, he tries a clipped toenail and he goes, Hmm, that was delicious. Yeah. And so you can see the progression of how he gets into cannibalism in my mind real quick. Yes. Um, dog boobs. What say you? You're so right. And this is like, I think where it ties into the conspiracy theory stuff, because it, 
is he is from a super fucking rich family like you said he's like part of the arm and hammer like they like manufacture the arm and hammer project products so like yeah, baking soda any we all have it in our fridge right now we all have, have it of, we all have dusted uh, particles of probably frozen army hammer dead bodies in our refrigerator. In our and that's refrigerator. what's keeping our, our, what is our, what does it do? We, nobody knows, but you just no. keep it there. It keeps the stink out. No, it makes us complicit. Is what <laughs> it makes us. And so he's from a super, his, his grandfather's a billionaire. So he's pro- like you said, he's probably been like fucking people since he was able to walk. And what's do the movie with Ryan Phillippe, uh, Cruel Intentions? Yes. He's it's like that. that. It's it that. that. He's Ryan Phillippe, right? And they're all like backstabbing and sleeping with their sisters. And it's like, yep. he's been sleeping with his sister since before it was cool on Pornhub. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, way back. It's not cool anymore. So now he's like, fuck, where do I chase that high? And it's become cannibalism. So the, the thing that has become um, kind of insane is this kind of goes from consensual kink to some of these messages are verging into the non-consensual territory. And this is where things are coming out where it's like, okay, maybe it's not kink shaming. Maybe he's a dick. And it was, uh, well, well, definitely dick, right? (laughs) Definitely a dick. But like, it was stuff about where he, he was like openly talking about going beyond what his partner was comfortable with. Um, so that is, not cool y'all don't do that you gotta have a safe word right we learned that in 50 shades of gray you have well no we didn't because they didn't have a safe word in that do you guys think this is the ultimate white privilege uh and i'm uh in the sense that um i'm so white Mm -hmm. and i'm so wealthy that i'm going to eat you Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's if it's white privilege Coach. because obviously we talked about the uh, the Will Smith Jada Jada Pickett Smith thing. I that was white privilege. Like, yeah, Jada Smith like like wealth <laughs> wealth privilege. Where yeah. like when you when you have that much power and that much access and that much cash, kashish, and that much oil, I think it's oil privilege. Oily privilege. It is oil yeah. petroleum privilege is is probably the pinnacle of privilege. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it definitely right. feels like you when you have when you have that resource. I mean, ultimately, what this comes down to, this is actually kind of in a way related to the the like grander kind of a Democratic Party cabal, Nancy Pelosi running Pizzagate from inside her computer. Like, I mean, the, all those things are kind of a little bit around this too. Where like when you kind of go to the whole, you know, the the Bilderberg group and shit, it's like you have so much power that. I mean, we talked about with the Jeffrey Epstein thing. Yes. <laughs> when you have that much power and that much excess, the like child, the like ch- pedophilic thing or whatever, mm-hmm. almost feels like it's you testing fate over and over and be like, I can get away with anything. Look at this. Yeah. I'm like, I can do whatever I want. Like, it feels like it's a little bit of that logic. And again, like this is this is like amateur psychologist kind of speculation, but like that that kind of feels to a degree like when you can get away with anything. You you choose to go as far as you can to see what yeah. it is. It's know? like little kids, like bratty little kids who are trying they're trying to test their boundaries. You know, they're like, exactly. shit, I don't know where the line is because nobody's enforced it. So I'm gonna keep totally. looking for it. Yeah, and I and I mean I guess like, you know, if you're if you're Army Hammer and you've been having threesomes since you were fucking sixteen, you know, then like six, 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 yeah. then, <laughs> then you know, then like cool. <laughs> 
and you know we're speculating a little bit here but like then you know cool sex stuff becomes like boring sex stuff so you got to find right. a cooler sex stuff and then maybe that's just what happens i don't know yeah. i mean it's it's an insane story and i think it's like it's it's one of those things where do i think he's actually a cannibal no do i think that he i mean here's the logic too it's like what yeah you're mm-hmm. admitting being a cannibal why are you doing it over an Instagram chat with a stranger? That doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like, true. I mean, I real cannibals are probably offended by uh, his choice yeah, in correspondence. Yeah, yeah, real cannibals use uh, quill ink. <laughs> you know what I mean? They 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 have like that wax stamp when they send a message. Right. Like they're classy people. Real cannibals. Yeah. They they're sort of a cut above. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no anymore. Yeah. And there are real, I mean, there are real cannibals and real documented cannibals. I mean, there's a lot of cases of people like, you know, the, the cannibal cop was a real one, yes. that was a real thing. And, and like, obviously like Jeffrey Dahmer and, you know, being a cannibal and like, it's, it's, a, it's possible that famous people are cannibals, yeah. um, but also it feels to me like, I mean, he's also an, this is, he's an actor. Like he's, yeah. he's also role-playing. Like he's yeah. doing an actor. It would be great if there's a, um like a sequel to Silence of the Lambs coming out that he's just been training for. Yes. And yeah. Like that, this is all a marketing so stunt. Oh, is this the, the best long, marketing stunt of all time? If it's Silence of the Lambs play. That would yeah. be a great way for him to, to like twist this into something is like, he should be angling for the next Hannibal movie right now. He, he'd be good for it. Like a young, yeah. like a young Hannibal kind of a guy. Yeah, I mean, there is there is a little bit of an appeal, I will say, about disturbed Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, like not not that you want abuse, but you know, I mean, I I've been thinking about this a lot with the Shia LaBeouf news, right? Where like, oh, yes. in a weird backwards way, and this is gonna sound, I don't let, let me how do I say this without seeming, and just to this, just to back up, what's the Shia LaBeouf news you're talking about? Yeah, so because Shia LaBeouf. Dog- Dog and I are Shia LaBeouf um, was accused by FK Twigs of like sexual abuse, like yes. ongoing sexual abuse, mm. and just like being an abusive person in general. Who are the FK and Twigs? F- <laughs> FK, FK Twigs. Did you see Honey Boy, the the movie? He- I, I didn't know, but it looked awesome. I, I'm a huge fan of Shia LaBeouf before, right. like now, but I haven't heard this story. Just right. <laughs> cool. Great. So he was he was he was accused of abuse. And it seems like credible accusation. What um, kind of abuse? I mean, it was. It, I, I don't verbal, verbal, emotional, physical, sexual abuse. Yeah, it, I don't. Mm, the big four. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Let's put it this way: it wasn't like he seems I like. See, an, yeah. I didn't see the word rape used anywhere. Um, which usually is like a, a hard line that people will use. If it, if that has been the thing, then people say that, you know? Right. Um, so I don't know if that's the case, but the reason I bring all that up is like in a way, and again, I'm putting a big caveat on this where I'm not saying I condone that or the accusations, but I'm saying the perception of how Hollywood works and the perception of like a character like that, where like in a way Shia LaBeouf was always a fucking broken, crooked, crazy human. True. And then these things come out, and you're just kind of like right on brand, continuing yeah. the fucking legacy of Shia LaBeouf. You know what I mean? Where well, it doesn't feel like, like there are certain people like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Jack Nicholson, you don't want to see him not being like the most ostentatious old man sitting by the side of the Lakers game, throwing popcorn on the on the fucking court, and then like you know what I mean? Like on a yeah. boat with his shirt off. Like if if all of a sudden you saw him like 
well behaved and fit and fit, you'd be like, oh, the Hollywood illusion is is dead. Yeah, what I want out Kinda, of this person that yeah. you know anything. You know what I mean? We and see so, it in like uh, like like fighters, like Mike Tyson or some somebody like that, totally. where it's like, you know, his job is to be an animal and destroy. And then when exactly. he is that outside of the ring, which is you know people freak out and they go how could he and it's like well on the one hand you're cheering him on for being the thing you love and then on the other hand when he when he's that outside of the ring you go i don't understand and it's like same with actors a lot of them i don't know not all of them but like you kind of need a screw loose to like be able to expose your emotions a hundred percent in front of people and not feel self-conscious like it takes a little bit of a crazy muscle and so when those people and then we laud them we, we love them for it and then uh when they're crazy in, in other places like when Shia buff is like crazy on the streets of new york it's like oh my god Shia buff's like lost the okay. screw it's like no dude that's that's why he's good at that job yeah. like yeah. that's why we want him to be this way yeah so i mean same thing like will ferrell you look at will ferrell and you're just like will ferrell right. is who he is off off screen and on screen you know what i mean right. that's what we love about him like that was why when mickey rourke was in the wrestler i was like this is the greatest cast of all time because mickey rourke was like such a damaged, devastating character. And then he plays the wrestler as a damaged, devastating character. And then off screen, you see him in the red carpet and he's like a damaged, devastating character. And you're just like, this is what I want out, out of a fictional character whose job it is to entertain me is right. I want them to be that thing. And so I guess the reason I say all this is very interesting with the Army Hammer news where it's like, you know, whether or not, like who knows where this goes, but you're kind of like, Part of me is like, I hope that the accusations of him being a real cannibal are wrong and he's just a crooked, broken person. And then we start seeing him as a crooked, broken person if he ever acts again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to see him in like One Tree Hill. You know what I mean? No. I, don't see him in like, I mean, this is also interesting because he was starring in a rom-com with J-Lo, evidently. Yes, and that's right. he voluntarily pulled out of that. But I'm kind of like... He was that was not a volunteer. That was a strongly suggested you must yes, fuck yes, off. Yes, that is true. The agents were like, you should definitely pull out of this. But anyway, <laughs> that was like now I'm kind of like, I don't want him to do that. I want him to I want him to play yeah, be a like, greedy, uh, fucked up character. Can I, I, want him to, like, I want him to be the next true detective. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. yeah. You know what this I mean? is like, uh, your boy Robert Pattinson. He's like going down the tr- the path. This is the beginning of some tough times, but he'll emerge maybe like a really interesting actor. I might- I think joining doing a rom com with J Lo feels like a notch in your career belt in, in a sense, but it's not. It's like a Brendan Fraser bedazzled kind of a moment yeah. where you're like, mm, this maybe was a was a good canary in the coal mine. Like, um, I think you need to you need to yeah. rethink things. <laughs> I think you should rethink it. Maybe this is the best thing that could have happened to Army Hammer. Yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, if it's not true and if it was all around kinks, great. If it's if he's like an actual rapist in in cannibal, then like no bueno. But, yeah. you know, I mean, I do. I, I think uh, I mean, that's the interesting thing. And again, that's that's kind of like I don't I don't want to aggrandize Shia LaBeouf because that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying we condone any of any abuse and we condone, yeah. you know, malfeasance. But I think in the in the realm of like their their purpose their existence is built on them being entertainers that's what they signed up for that's what they do and the role that they play is that specific thing it's an interesting ripple in that in that conversation but most people's lives are are so uh you know just not that interest like exciting i don't know it's just like the 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 regular stuff and 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 like to be an actor or, or any of 
it's like you're exposing yourself to a lot of weird things so you can sort of like figure out what that feels like and then i don't know it's it's not that relatable of a career not that eating but you know officially we're anti-cannibalism on this podcast i just want to come out and say that Um, listen man (laughs) unless it's eating your toenails i mean i would say the only thing we have a strong anti-cannibal uh uh uh, platform here yeah Yeah, we want to get ahead of this we don't want to we aren't here for it Unless, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't paraphrase that and, and send it to the news and do our strong matter like the the donner party right you know and then i'm not going to judge do you think um there could be a victimization social movement about cannibals standing up for themselves like sort of like an anti you know like fat shaming like a cannibal shaming are we cannibal shaming is that what we're Maybe. doing or i'm just I trying mean, to be sensitive you know to everybody ever it is. I mean, this brings up a really interesting question because back in, in Germany, like maybe 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, there was this guy named Armin something or other. I don't even remember his last name, right. but he put, I think we, we must have talked about this before at yes. some point, but he like put um, an ad out in, on the internet that was looking I'm for sure a dick guy. The dick guy, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah, he was like, I'm looking for someone to eat. I want to kill and eat someone. And so this guy responded to it and was like, I'd be down for that. Sounds good. Right. They met up. Anyway, yeah. yeah, they met up and he ate him. Um, the details are yeah. grisly, okay? Like there were it, stages to it, but it was consensual apparently. But the guy got arrested anyway. And it was like, you can't do that, buddy. <laughs> you just can't do that. So like I mean, it's it interesting. I'm like it's a conundrum. I part yeah. of me says go for it. Part of me yeah. says, Don't but at go a certain point, I mean, I guess you have to re- like think when it comes to like death and eating someone. Like if you're at a point in being eaten where suddenly you change your mind, but you're like, fuck, I'm already half eaten. <laughs> it's kind of like you're. Oh, right, of <laughs> I mean, you're also. I mean, there's no there's no universal morality in the world unfortunately i mean i think that it would kind of solve a lot of problems you know but that that is even one of those things where like i mean i saw the other day like didn't fucking thailand just raise raise the age of consent like a fucking last week and it was like 14 or 12 yes so it's one of those things where you're just like i didn't even i didn't know that and i was like you know there's always there's that, that like gross kind of stereotype about thailand that people go there for like for sex tourism like young kids and like I thought it was a a like weird kind of under like hush hush thing. And I heard that and I was like, oh, it's a law. I yes. didn't know it was like a thing where it was like you go there and you would do that and it's legal. I thought it was a go, you'd go there and do that and it's a sketchy thing. Right. No, it's it's like a, a big career move in that. Oh or my god. Like a really in the weird Philippines, sex with a 12-year-old is legal if it's consensual. Mm, that ain't good. Yeah, consensual is a weird one. But but you know, I guess the reason I bring that up is like if there was a country, if like in in like you know, fucking whatever, like name a country, Moldova or something, mm. where cannibalism is technically legal, and then you go there and you do cannibalism. Pa- Papua New Guinea, I think there's tribes, cannibal tribes yeah. still. Yeah. But then like yeah. what does that mean when you get back and people are just like <gasps> like and you're kind of like, what? It's legal there. Legal there. I think like, that's when you're the, the middle class dad from Cleveland uh, who was right. wearing the shirt that just says, "Hey, when in Rome, right?" Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just like that. 
I mean, and also, I mean, that's, that is also, so this is, I mean, maybe this is an interesting segue into the, the insurrection stuff is like when, when something is considered legal, does it necessarily mean that it is acceptable or, and if it is acceptable, uh, does that, nece- does it necessitate legality? Right. Cause that, that I think has been like one of the weird themes about what happened last week, you know, as we close the door on Army Hammer, keep keep your keep your ears and eyes open, listeners, because we don't know where that we don't know where that snowball is gonna gonna tumble <laughs> off to. Um, but with the insurrection, you know, a lot of what I, you know, conspiracy right now, the sub itself, as we kind of like dig into the posts, a lot of last week, if not, or a lot of a lot of the posts now, um, almost if not entirely all of them, apart from a couple that we can go into, are about the insurrection and they're about the insurrection for there's a couple really specific plot lines that seem to be developing here so Mm -hmm. if for some reason you are unfamiliar with the conspiracy subreddit just to just kind of get people up to kind of square one here the conspiracy subreddit is is a is a hoot it's a huge huge subreddit um one of the biggest on reddit i would say and i would say probably one of the most one of the prime reasons why some people come to reddit is because it seems like it's a a a repository that is not it's not 4chan where it's impossible to follow and like you know kind of you have to like be a, a sleuth on your own it's relatively well organized but it's not organized well enough to where it looks like a blog it's just like a repository of a lot of different things obviously a lot of people posting there are 1.442 million people there are here right free, now free thinkers you mean free thinkers if you will and then 11,666 uh thinking freely right now (laughs) and so this sub is is really kind of the gamut and and it is also i think conspiracies have gotten a bad name over the last few years because of people like people like um fucking alex jones um in like project veritas and shit like that where it isn't all right-leaning shit there's actually a I would say it maybe is more right-leaning by the nature of, of some of the topics, but generally speaking, you do see a lot of dissenting voices across the aisle, if you will. Um, and, you know, it doesn't really feel like there's any true political association, but there is a fair amount of Trump love. I think when when the Donald disbanded, I think a lot of people came over to conspiracy. Um, and kind then, of like anti um Overreach, anti-power, yeah, like anti-new an anti- world order, kind of, anti-establishment, yeah, totally. which and that you know, tends to be a little tend- bit more on the right because it's a libertarian yeah. and shit like that. So, um, but but but, anyways, but and something we'll talk ahead. about as the left starts to like creep in through the digital world for, of censorship, you're getting more left-leaning people probably uh, totally jumping into this world, and that's one of the things we'll talk about. Also, this is is one of the big topics this week. And this is something that Dog and I, I know that we were talking about where like I, as Trump was banned, I mean, this is one of the big news pieces that came from the quote unquote insurrection is Trump being banned from every platform. And I think Shopify, I mean, Shopify, Spotify is from all of them, man. His MAGA MAGA swag is just how how they're going to sell it. Yeah, they can't. You have to go to you have to go to one of his golf courses to get it. Um, Did you guys ever buy a MAGA swag? I I have I have a bunch of knockoff like fake. I have I have ones that people have gotten me over time that are like make Metallica great again or <laughs> like, make America great again, but it's in Russian. You know what I mean? Like so, I, I have like a bunch of shit like that, but I don't have any like. Do, do you 
it's part of you think like I should just get one for you know for fifty years from now to like give my grandkids to be like, yeah. oh yeah, that was a crazy time. Look at this old right? heirloom. Yeah, I like, yeah, like Richard Nixon war posters and shit. Yeah, like a Richard Nixon T-shirt. There was like original. Like your your punk rock kid would wear that to school and be like, yeah, fuck, fuck the man. Yeah. man. It's that hat's gonna be punk rock eventually. Someday, I mean, shit, maybe get one and put it in a box somewhere and yeah. I mean, it's kind of like. It's kind of Just like Nazi, Nazi um, memorabilia now, like where you know, oh yeah, Sorry, AVO Nazi stuff. It's like uh, kind of kind of a flex, if you will. Um, but anyway, yeah. So so on, on the on the front page right now, there are um, mostly posts about last the last couple of weeks. They seem to fall into three camps, as from what I'm what I'm seeing. One camp is. Um, Oh, you think this is bad? Wait till you see what happens because the internet is taking over and digital and like digital media companies are the ones that are like the real t- t- like fascists here oh, and the tyrannical overlords, mm-hmm. which I think there is there is some truth to that. I think that that's something that I, I definitely align with. I think that there's another one that is tends to be like uh, there's a there's a large kind of broad category of like what was happening there. Here's some like you know one of the top posts right now is like footage of Alex Jones telling people not to storm the Capitol, right? And then you have like the 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 like guy from BLM who they're like, oh, false flag alert! This guy was the guy. He was there, right? Like you have a lot of things that are just broadly about it. Mm-hmm. And then um, and so, then we'll, so it's, so Alex one. Jones is not. The bad guy and the BLM guy is the bad guy. That's the flip. Well, I think Spicy that I see take. Spicy. I mean, what what is kind of interesting about the conspiracy sub is like there's truth. Uh, well, there. I mean, but this is the fucking conundrum of conspiracy, man. Like everything has a grain of truth in some regard, right? But like the Alex Jones telling people not to storm the Capitol thing. I mean, this is interesting. I have not seen this, but it's just like. I'm not even going to click on it because I don't, I don't know if it's worth our time. And I think that there's, there is, there is like, you know, the sources are always sketchy in places like this. It'll be a YouTube video. It'll be a random fucking blog from somebody who's like the real truth teller. But the Alex I, Jones, I love Alex Jones rants. I think they're hilarious. I know. They're crazy. As but a what's, comedy what's fan, about he's that is like, gem. <laughs> like it doesn't, it, like he probably told people to not storm because like the narrative is not that he stormed the Capitol. That's not the thing, right? It's that people stormed the Capitol. And there were a lot of people there. And the more I hear about what happened that day, most people were like, even like leftist, lefty, lefty, lefty groups that I've been hearing, you know, interview people from they were there are like, yeah, I mean, there were a bunch of people who stormed the Capitol, but it wasn't like everybody. Most people right. were just in lawn chairs listening to Bruce Springsteen. You know what I mean? It was just like a party. You know what I mean? And so so like Alex t- was just a sick tailgate. And Alex, well, I mean, dude, I've heard people call it uh, right wing Coachella. Like that's what a lot of people have called, oh. right? And so you know that that's really indicative, right? Because you you know you think about right wing Coachella, and some people are just like watching Arcade Fire in the back of the crowd. And yeah, plus some are, like, yeah, doing fucking you know doing whippets on stage and get kicked out. You know, what crushing I mean? like, some Bud Lights. I mean, plus the COVID of it all, it's like you know people are are uh, itching to get out and have a little socializing. And so there's probably you're right. There's probably just a lot of people that were just like, "Fuck it, I just want to hang out, with a group of people, cook some weenies, have a couple BLs." Yeah, man. America. I mean, that's Ooh, American stuff. America, indeed. But so anyway, so that's that's like I think some of the juice about this, and we do have we have a couple 
couple commenters here. Lefty Lucy talking about the girl. Good with the name. Onion. Ooh, Good we're gonna name. get there. Actually, the girl with the onion is a fascinating one. Um, that is. I think it's the top post of this past week. Why don't we just talk about that post actually? Because I think that is one that is that is actually the top of this past week, or at least it was the last time I checked. One of the top of the past week. This is uh, this is sort of the canary conspiracy theory in the coal mine. Like, like this is like the very okay. simple one that uh, I've heard. I saw on like the the big news, you know. Yeah. And this is the one that proves one it was all staged. Right, here we go. It's it's got seventeen thousand upvotes, which is pretty fucking pretty pretty monstrous. This is so all this needed. is an interesting one, and this is a great example of like, like I don't know what to do that, with this information. You know what I mean? Like this is this almost reminds me of the Army Hammer thing, where you kind of go, yeah, he said he was a cannibal in a text chain. Does that really mean he was a cannibal? Right. But, like, all we know about this woman is that she has some fucking orb in a towel right mm-hmm. and she was like crying and being being wacky and whatever but like for all we know like my dog was coughing like a motherfucker last night like woke us up in the middle of the night and we we're just like what's going on and then my girlfriend was just like i'm reading on the internet that you can give him honey and it might make her make her feel better right you know? and, and so for all we know like this girl and i, and I don't want to i don't want to play mr objective truth here but i'm going to play mr objective truth here for all we know this girl got pepper sprayed or something and then like you know q shaman was like here have an apple dude that'll make your eyes feel better she's just like yeah whatever this is so much pain i can't deal with it and then and then she got hit with this reporter and she just happened to have an apple in onion her onion you know onion I mean? well i know i know we're saying an onion but for the sake of this photo it's an orb. oh it could be whatever you know i so, see does look like a yellow onion but right so, so I guess we don't so, know it. Yeah, it could it could be a crystal from a rare. But this is planet. what it could be a crystal. I mean, this is what this is what happens with these conspiracies. This is what's so interesting is because it's like it really like my background planet. as a fan of the Muppets would would tell me that she might be just bringing old vegetables to throw uh, at the defunct <laughs> congressman, uh, the lame duck Congress. You know, she could just be throwing onions and tomatoes like. That seems like a good idea to to like how how to speak out against your politicians. Like throw old tomatoes, throw old onions. Right. Like that seems like a classic to me. I mean, it's it also is just it it just is a funny one because this is like the most innocuous of the conspiracies, right? Like you see this and you're just like, oh, false flag. She had an onion and a towel, and I'm kind of like, yeah. I mean, it is an onion and a towel, maybe, right? It's also maybe not an onion and a towel. She and- also has a keyboard kerchief keyboard necktie fucking rules cool (laughs) this is something that happens with these conspiracies that's that's really interesting is you kind of like you know you can end with the onion but then you're like but what's that drink does she have a drinker (laughs) holy shit that looks like kerosene to me oh my god she works for coca-cola is that a molotov god you know like so it becomes this weird like thing that just you kind of spiral in a weird way and and, you know, and also like this girl, like, I mean, she was a viral thing that went crazy and we, you know, we don't know, but like, I don't, I don't know if she's really that instrumental in the overall narrative. Like it would be one thing if this woman is, and it may, and this may happen, actually, it might be one thing where like, she gets arrested, she goes on trial, she goes, Donald Trump told me personally to do it. Donald Trump gets taken, impeached or like literally removed from office because of this woman's testimony. Then you go. That was the onion girl. This doesn't feel right. But as of right now, she is like kind of an, uh, a 
prop comic in you know what i mean like it doesn't really she's like not instrumental to the overall narrative of what's going on i actually find q shaman a lot more important in the grand scheme of things because q shaman for me i mean here's one of my big conspiracies right so i'll break this one down a little bit and i know we have a bunch of topics that we kind of want to cover so i'll kind of make this quick but but they i think that the 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 q shaman thing is really interesting because my whole my whole thought on this is I know that a lot of people have been talking about BLM as the, as like when you, when you see BLM protests and it's like every cop has like a fucking Uzi and they're all like in a perfect line. And it just like, looks like an intimidating crowd. And then you see these guys and it's like, you know, like Paul Blart and like mm-hmm. two of his friends are the only people that were like arming the Capitol. And I look at that and I think it's really easy to be like BLM is, was the one being discriminated here. But I almost think that there's – it's kind of the opposite in a way, which is actually kind of interesting, is clearly BLM and the BLM protests have real political power. And the fact that all these people were able to get into the Senate and just like stand around and take selfies and fucking like act like they're jerking off Thomas Jefferson for a photo op and shit. Like, Classic. It is – it feels to me like it's a grand infantilizing of these people where you look at them and you go, bah, they're not going to do anything. They don't, they don't know what to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, let them in, let them run around. What are they going to take? You're going to take my computer that has PowerPoint presentations on it. Sure, buddy. Are you saying because they're um, like considered the dumb white American hillbilly, like because they're put in that box, uh, people say like, Oh, they're too stupid to do anything that destructive. Is that, I think that's kind of the, the yeah, no, that the makes sense. That's what underappreciated I, that's... narrative of this because you know we see yeah. Hugh Shaman as the guy who is now the mascot of the insurrection, and it is a fucking like role playing like Viking covered in Norse tattoos with face paint, ranting about his third eye and all these other videos. Like it's impossible to take him seriously as an actual political force, right? So it's it. The fact that he is now, he is the front of every photo. He's the one at the lectern. He's the one at the top of the Senate. It just feels like it's a, it's a really beautiful example of not actually taking these people seriously. Yeah. All the way down to the language that people are using in, when they're talking about this. Because people keep calling it like a coup and shit. And then some of the podcasts I listen to that are a little bit more on the like, like they're, they're like, I listen to this podcast called Popular Front that's very much about like, they follow war. Like they'll follow like, real coups in real places and they were like guys this is not a fucking coup like they didn't have a plan they didn't get anything done they just ran in there and then they stood in line and looked at and most of them were just like looking at the statues being like wow this is america it's cool right they're like Like, i can't believe it was this easy to do it and then once once they did i mean it feels like something some kind of a prank you would pull in high school it's like let's run across the driving range and you like do it you're like that was we did it we're gonna totally. Talk um, so that's true. Uh, I wanted to show you guys this because there's also so like I I've no doubt that's definitely the way like the media and the government's trying to portray that that movement right. now for sure is like infantilize the hell out of them, like discredit them, get take all the air out of their sails, you know. Um, but I, my roommate sent me this yesterday about Ayanna Presley's chief of staff uh, reporting that all of these panic buttons that were 
previously installed in their office and had been tested and used plenty of times. They're the staples buttons from the commercials. Exactly. It's the easy (laughs) staple button. Um, (laughs) When they all ran into the office to hide um, during the, uh, the storming of the Capitol, they went to press the buttons and they were all ripped out. Ooh. Which is very conspiracy theory-ish, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Well, so, and these are the- Sarah Grow, I'll just say, works right, go, go, as go. Ms. Presley's chief of staff. Um, true? She said she reached for the panic buttons installed in Ms. Presley's office as they tried to barricade themselves in. But when they went to press them, she saw that they weren't there and it appeared to be ripped out, the whole unit in the office. Um, so she, uh, let's see where it was very, this is so creepy. Um, she's deeply concerned about that. It felt like, let's see, um, days before the Trump, the Trump electrician squad, his side business was in there doing a little touch up work, (laughs) right? All the desks. I mean, that's pretty fucking crazy. Not to mention that. And then I also saw that there has been a request for um, like an official investigation into why there were so many tours given on January 5th inside the Capitol um, that it was apparently brought out, brought up by quite a few different people in the building. They were like, we haven't been giving any sort of outside tours to anybody since March 2020. Like it was unusual to multiple people how many tours they gave on the 5th. So, Crazy. a little something to throw in your conspiracy pocket. I mean, I I think that I definitely think it was an inside job in some capacity. Yeah, I think that there are. I think it's a, a there are shades of gray. I don't think it's like one, I don't think it's literally like we planned the whole thing. But what I what I think one thing about this that I think is is very true, and I don't I don't know if I have a good post to bring this up. I know I, I have a couple on the pod tracker, our 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 informal pod tracker. The, these ideas but i i think that the lack of police support is interesting because even again some of those like lefty pods that i listen to that have essentially been like it wasn't a coup whatever they have also simultaneously said however i will say having lived in dc for a long time this was one of the least uh least patrolled least um police I don't know, like police presence at any rally or any protest I've ever seen, right? Yeah, it and, seems and that, that feels seems very odd. And yeah. my theory on that, which I think is is again probably true, is I I do think that all of the pressure for defund the police. I think that this is one of those examples where, and we we've seen it, we've seen it through the conversation with with kind of more left leaning people where they're just like where were the police? Why weren't they doing this? And the police are just like, Oh really guys? Really? Like you, you want us to, so, you, you want and the conspiracy there, the right? Yeah. The conspiracy there is, to, is just sort of twofold. The conspiracy there is that the police on purpose are pulling back to prove to the public that they totally. are needed, which I agree with that. There, there needs to be some kind of police force or else this could happen at any given time for whatever reason, you know, how they police is kind of more of the conversation, but uh, do you, do we believe that the police are trying to prove a point by letting shit go to shit 
just to say, this is how much you do need us and want us. And that's exactly how I feel when this happens. My initial reaction is, fuck, we got to get more police up in there. And I think that's probably what they're going for. I wouldn't be surprised a lot of people on the sub are talking about how because of what happened on the 6th, there are a shit ton of soldiers and military presence and uh, like like just a ton of now like 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 what what am i trying to say like a huge presence of military and police people there now for the inauguration and a lot of people on the subreddit are saying this was all part of the plan to begin with that now that now trump and you know these people have the feet on the ground to actually pull off the storm which is what they're calling. Oh, so they think that all the military people are the coup. That, yeah, that's, that's what oh, I'm, that's, that's, that's cool. Coup. Actually, that's, I like that theory. This could be the juiciest the theory. Story. Like, right? Yeah. So, like, the first domino oh, is is sort of Trump's right. speech. Then you get all these people, Ugh. you know, bombard the uh, the Congress building. The police let them do it. Uh, they fuck up some stuff, but just some glass. You know, we can all go to Ace Hardware and get some new glass. No biggie. Then the National Guard comes in, which they previously were not allowed to come in. Like, I guess like a lot, like the totally. D.C. mayor and stuff was like, get the National Guard. And was like, no, no, no. no yeah. Trump, Trump was not? like, absolutely not. Pence was like, yes, so, motherfucker. Let's so do now it. they're there and there's a million of them. Uh, uh-huh. And Alex Jones has been saying that this isn't going to go down like cleanly uh, in what, five days from now? Yeah. Um, so we don't really fucking know what's going to go down. So the, the maybe the juiciest uh, yeah, yeah, here yeah. is is I that mean, the military I'm is going to t- take out Kamala. Biden Biden might already be dead. Um, <laughs> and 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 they're going to white the Pelosi. She gone. She's hung. Uh, she gone. That's so oh, strange. Wow. Wouldn't that be crazy if this is how Trump keeps? And then Trump just like becomes a dictator next week. I mean, Next Tuesday, Trump could so be our dictator. About this fucking subreddit is like everyone, like a lot of the things I read on this sub, I'm just like, that's that's fun, that's cute, that's that's like enjoyable. But every once in a while, I read one and I just go, oh my god! Oh, I like this theory the most. This theory is yeah. the most exciting. If we're gonna walk away from this pod today with like the the doozy, right? It's that it's that in what day is today? Friday for what four right. days from now we could be living under the dictatorship of Trump. Oh god. my god. god. The things that bum me out about that, but the thing that makes me like feel a little bit stressed on an instinct with that is the fact that like that is a major global precedent. Like every every country that has gone through revolution, they do it by way of the military. You look at like yes. Egypt, you look at you look at Venezuela, like it's all these places where it's not it's not like Trump and his cronies go in and do this. It's the military that have the might, they have the resources, they end up doing a military coup. And then there's some arbitrary, like either there's a leader or it just it falls to chaos and people go, we gotta do something else. And so that that for me, it it that falls into the camp of like what I think a lot of things with this past year have been where people, you know, we don't like we there are a million video games about pandemics destroying everything. And then it happens. We go, holy shit, that's real. I thought it was just a fucking video game. And, you know, and now with everything that's happening in the United States, it's kind of like that doesn't happen here. I mean, it happens in Venezuela, of course, but it right. doesn't here. And now all of a sudden we're just like, God damn it. Right. <sighs> so then, yeah, you could back it up. You could back it up to the um, the pandemic and say that was sort of the first domino 
to kick yeah. off to, to sort of destabilize destabilize people's finances life right. for a year put people in a state of sort of frenzy depression right you know when they're in that state are they easier to control probably yeah. now you've like you know and and this year you've had you know the most sort of insurrection out of any year i can remember right and it does it lead to this military coup i'm just going to go ahead and say it does definitely on tuesday yeah but what I, I mean, think about it, you guys. What if Corona coup? was fake and it was the? Oh my god, you guys! Do you know anybody who got Corona? <laughs> no. What yeah, if Corona wasn't even real, and the entire purpose of it was to get us to not be able to unite because now we are all isolated and we're afraid. Oh. Well, um, I mean. I mean, here's a, the coronavirus is fake thing is a tough one for me because it's it's an international disease. So it's like, have you been have you been outside of the United States? <laughs> no. I mean, That's how easy to control the news, dude? I mean, do you know anybody in in France? Can you, you imagine just like going down to Cancun where you're like, I know we're not allowed, but I want to stop down to Cancun and like you get there like, and everything's normal. You're just like, would you guys not protect me about the virus? And they're like, what? What virus? virus? You'd be like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time that's apparently how it is so in, in florida so pissed oh man yeah i mean that so i think that the coup this is what's interesting about this goddamn subreddit this is why it's so distracting because i think there every once in a while i will have these moments and i understand the the fragile psychology of people where you kind of you look at a couple posts and then suddenly you're just like oh man that is a good point that's true, actually. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, before you know it, you're Q shaman, and yep. you're fucking wearing a goddamn helmet, and then you're just storming the capital. Yes, like I've got a Viking helmet on, and I'm telling my brother, I'm not so sure about the moon landing, I, man. Totally. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not sure about the moon landing. I'm not so sure. Happened. Well, guys, I don't think that's really happened. My brother about remember, it. Like, think about it. Think remember about what else it. happened this year was Epstein. Was it this year or end to tail end of last year? But I think it's tail end. Uh, it definitely wasn't 2021. I think it was, yeah, some, 19, somewhere. Yes, seen yes. maybe into. But I'm seeing that was a conspiracy theory that Alex Jones had been ranting about for 20 years, <laughs> right. and then and then it kind of comes true. This like pedophilia ring, right? That like Bill right. the Clintons are involved in, and then it turns out they were involved in it, and they were fucking kids. <sighs> totally. And it was like, and then he gets murdered. So you're like, wait. There, there are these sheds, uh, shreds yeah. of truth to these conspiracies, and that was like a major one where you're going yes. like, well, maybe some of this shit is. Real. Yeah, yes. but I don't. I still don't. I, I the Epstein thing. I understand what you're saying, but like that is what you just did is the danger of conspiracy yeah. logic. That's what's cool go, about conspiracy <laughs> theories. Right. I know, but, <laughs> Epstein, Epstein the whole point. Is dead. <laughs> Epstein was was the things that he was accused of he was charged with right we know all this shit about epstein while simultaneously oh, and then he got out of jail like two seconds later but then, but then when you go and the clintons were involved you're like that it, well bill clinton flew on his plane thing. like 30 yeah, times to the fuck the island same thing that doesn't that's not what that means that that very well could also mean that he was going down there for like financial fraud you know yeah. what i mean like just because he is associated with them, it doesn't mean that that's the crime. And like that's like the danger of okay, Bendo. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm like you don't think Bill Clinton was schlepping a bunch of eleven-year-olds? You're crazy. 
no, I think, I think Bill Clinton, I think it's very possible Bill Clinton went down there and then was just literally committing financial crimes with Jeffrey Epstein or like there was other, there was mm-hmm. sketchy stuff happening. Taking out the sea That's, dues and. Yeah, yeah he, no, I'm big into Marlin fishing. I love, uh, movies, you know, but like it, yeah. they could have easily, he could have like, been going down there and just being like, Epstein is Epstein has all this inside information about fucking like Bear Stearns and Clinton is like, all right, we have a massive financial crisis that's about to happen. I need to understand what you know, right? right. And Jeffrey Epstein's like, I'm on this island. Come down here. We don't have internet. Nobody will know you're here. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. And then when he gets there, Epstein goes, hey, you know, there's a couple of ladies here. They're all down for massage. And then he gets Billy Boy in a compromised position where he's sleeping with a 12-year-old right. on video. And now he has the president by the cones. Right. Or that's he just goes, oh, Bill goes, Jeff, for the last fucking time. That's, I don't want to do that. That's not why I'm here. Can we just talk about this? Yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah. Bill right. Clinton, the guy who uh, refuses blowjobs. Again. <laughs> I like that Jeffrey Epstein's become like uh, this like queeny kind of like sex peddler. He's like, hey, how about a massage? I mean, this, this is the danger of these conspiracies too, though. It's like it, it there are like, I mean, the, the scenario I just laid out is is also very possibly the reality that I think it's really easy to get distracted by the exciting conspiracies and not see what actually has happened. Like, and that is, I think the thing with the, the cops, like it is actually a massive story. If you really think about it, that the cops deliberately do not have enough people there to defend against like rowdy, like rowdy people. Like, I mean this, so if we think about the, the, the right wing Coachella as an example, right? If, if the police, we're having unionizing problems. And then the Coachella Valley was like, yeah, like defund the police. And, and, and the police force was like, oh, defund the police, huh? Okay, we'll send some people for Coachella. And then knowing full well that at a certain point, there's going to be an overdose or there's going to be whatever. And then Coachella is the one that gets blamed for it. And then the conspiracy is like, holy shit, there were 25 overdoses of Coachella this year. Shut down Coachella. And then the cops go, oh, defund the police, huh? We could have helped if you wanted, right? And so, like, that is a real conspiracy that I think is, is like, when we think only about the militant overthrow, we kind of, like, don't look at that, which is actually also a massive story. It just doesn't have the fucking glitz and glamour yeah. of, like, armed overthrow on the, on the 20th. And like, I think that's kind of the danger of this. Like, mm-hmm. the situation I just played out with Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton, it's like, yeah, I mean, the flashy, like, scary thing is is – Bill Clinton goes down there to have sex with kids, but like the realistic or like, at least I would view probably more realistic and also very scary and bad is Bill Clinton and the fucking in a a couple other huge world leaders and banks going down there to commit massive financial fraud that completely destroys like a, like, like, you know, an equivalent would be like Jeffrey Epstein. They go down there and then they plot how to fucking take minerals out of Cuba. Right. Right story is oh my god i think there are kids down there and they're having sex with kids and be like a maybe but if that's not the case you guys are completely ignoring the fact that we're overthrowing a government uh like the panama papers yeah anyone and like the panama papers flashy enough for anybody to be like hey totally make sure something gets done about this totally it it was it was just like because people like it's like it's such an easy common enemy when you say pedophile ring right 
Like it's like it's the easiest thing in the world to hate. Because we can all understand more, that. It's like if you say like financial crimes on Shell Islands in the Cayman Islands, right? Like most people go like, I, what? Yeah, I don't know. People have banks, sure, right? But then other pe- woke people like us with their third eye open go, what are you talking about? That's the fucking, that's how everything falls apart. So, I mean, that's a little bit of a dangerous thing. Uh, side note, this is this meme. I don't remember if I shared this last week. This is like my favorite <laughs> meme of 2021 so far. It's one of the guys, this is not the Viking guy, but this is one of the guys um, from the insurrection. His eyes are like, like he's staring into the sun. Right? Like it's like wide open. And I can't believe this character is real. So for everyone who's just listening, we're, I mean, it looks like a character from like a Revenge of the Nerds movie six. Yeah, totally. Like the guy is sort of cross-eyed. He's wearing like very nerdy glasses, like in a smart way. He's got right. like a, you know, a possum hat on or some right. kind of a animal that looks homemade for sure. I mean, his outfit's fantastic, to be honest. Like it's, it, it shits on uh, Q, Q Shaman's outfit by about a thousand Hell yeah. Uh, I think, but, and he's got, and it looks like he's like picked up a police um, flak jacket just like off right. the street and like threw it on. <laughs> and then he's, and then he's carrying a sweet walking stick, which looks like it could hold about just like 20 pounds, like not even a full human's right. weight. Like totally. <laughs> it's a little bit brittle, but uh, man, this guy's got a hell of a face and this is my Halloween costume next year. Yeah. And so he, the, the post is of him, like, again, like staring, staring kind of like middle distance stare, like Vietnam flashback style. And and he's just standing there, and the post is like, imagine coming off ten hits of acid, and you look around, <laughs> and you're and you're in the U.S. Capitol like shit. So, I mean, this so, guy was definitely at uh, right wing Coachella, and he was totally. having a great time, eating some weenies, having some BLs, dropping ten hits of acid, and he ends up storming the Capitol. I could see myself getting involved in that. I could see myself being that guy, being like, hey, wh- where are we all going? We're all going up here on the bluff. Ah, sick. Cool. The bluff. Yeah, right, right, right. The bluff happens to be the capital. Right. Next thing you know, I'm walking out with Pelosi's uh, podium. I mean, I mean you know what, what, one of us. this is the look of somebody. You know what this is, actually? This is the exact look that we never get to see because we're always seeing the point of view of the person. But this is what everybody else sees when the guy from Quantum Leap first enters the body of whoever he's going to. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's just soaking only, it in. He's trying to figure it out. Like, he ends up in a place. I mean, that would be a great quantum leap episode where it's like he, he all of a sudden he wakes up after his weird quantum thing. He looks around, he realizes he's the Q shaman. You're going to be like, Oh, oh fuck. Cause you you're in the middle of the interaction. That's, that's exactly what this is. That's up there with the uh, quantum leap episode when he morphed into the guy's body with down syndrome. And he, re- he looked in the mirror and he said, I'm retarded. Have you not seen that? <laughs> okay. It's It's a clip that, I get sent sometimes. <laughs> it's it's okay. really sad and weird, funny. It's sad, um, weird, and funny, but it's real yeah. and it actually happened in that TV show. Oh my god, unbelievable! All right, dog, what you got here? Okay, I got to show you my favorite meme from the insurrection. It's a four chan post. Okay, this is just to describe the first person point of view of someone who has stormed the Capitol and has now walked away from the Capitol and is hearing President Trump not standing by him, is hearing Fox News calling him him an Antifa actor. So this is freaking hilarious and made me laugh so hard. Imagine spending the better part of the last five years having your brain and ego melted by uninterrupted poll exposure, flying to Washington. You are 
poll is the, the political poll on on 4chan. Uh, 4chan. Yeah. Flying to Washington in the middle of a pandemic to hear Trump whine about Oprah and Mike Pence at a rally, marching up to Congress on his orders to smash shit and then mill around aimlessly. You go home and hear that Biden won anyway, and all your favorite Twitter news sources named like Patriot Newsman of the West with avatars of Roman statues have posted your photo online and are labeling you a gay communist Antifa actor. (laughs) Then the next day, the emperor god you pasted into Warhammer memes puts you on a video puts out a video cucking himself and bending the knee. I'm sorry, those were heinous acts. Please let me tweet again, Jack. You can't leave D.C. because the airlines have dubbed you a flight risk. You can't stay because the cops are actively looking for you after one of their own died. Your roommate at the only hotel that would accept you is a guy named Based underscore Kekistani 1488 who wants to show you his goblin slayer torrents. The sun is going down and you're getting cold. (laughs) Doesn't that just set the scene for like the biggest letdown ever? Yeah, the come down. I mean, that that is like I feel bad for anybody who did this on like hardcore drugs and they have like a literal come down. Like, you being, like coked out of your mind and you're just having the fucking greatest time and you're, you're like rolling in the capital and you just have all this adrenaline and then like everything gets shut down. It all becomes a calamity and then the coke starts to wear off and you have that like, horrible like, oh no, I'm oh I feel bad now. Like I oh, fucked fucking up. Awful. This didn't totally. go the way I thought it would. So here's here's another one that I had. I mean, kind of getting back to a serious topic. I know we're, we're kind of getting unlimited time as well, so we're probably getting close to ending this. But this is this is another one that I saw that I was like, damn, like this is this actually hits at the this is kind of the big theme. It's hard to talk about this in like little posts because I think the idea of Trump getting shut down on the internet is 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 an interesting topic that I think is fueling a lot of very credible conspiracies, which is you yeah. know censorship of the president say what you will about it. Like, I think that some would say it's the right decision because of what he has been doing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, that Twitter has not been able to like really harsh the mellow by putting the like, he's a fucking liar below all of his tweets. Right. Right. So they shut him down entirely. And then this, I thought this pose was really interesting. I don't know who Tim pool is or Tim cast. So maybe this guy has some like right wing crack job, but I thought the post was actually pretty compelling. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a Twitter retweet. It says a major political party and massive multinational corporations are removing their political opposition. It's a cultural cue, a cultural coup, which I think is really interesting. Cause that, that is, you know, we, we have looked at this whole thing as some political coup that wasn't a coup, right? Like that was the thing that a lot of people are like, if it was a coup, there would have been a plan. People would have like actually, you know, hostages are taken in queues. Like they wouldn't have left the Capitol, right? Like what ended up happening is they get in they mull around again, like photos of them jerking off Thomas Jefferson, taking a, in a fucking Confederate flag, which obviously is offensive, stealing Nancy Pelosi's lectern while bragging about it. Like all these stupid things, basically all for Instagram and for the, for, for like, you know, th- I mean, this is a whole different subplot, but I think a lot of, a lot of, I think, interesting commentary about what people's intentions are with like live action role playing, where Ooh, like, yeah, things are not to actually do anything, but it's really important that people see you acting as the the one who does this for internet clout right mm. which 
because what largely happened, I mean, there's a lot of people like, you know, some of what I was hearing too is like everybody had their phone out. Everybody was in selfie mode. Everybody was live streaming. Congress, like literally state Congress people got ousted from positions because they were live streaming it as some sort of like. It's so crazy that we're so, and, and you and you had another post on our sort of topics to hit list that I thought was really interesting from this, but it's it's kind of about pulling away from social media and sort of getting off Facebook, getting off Instagram, getting off a lot of these platforms and just sort of like going cold turkey. But it's amazing how, you know, in the face of breaking uh, X amount of federal crimes and facing actual jail time, like we could all sort of understand that by, you know, busting through the Capitol doors. They're still taking uh, 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 selfies, faces. They're still taking faces and they're still like, you know, wanting wanting to sort of promote themselves as as like, Uh, social media icons and you're going like, wow, like it's pretty crazy that you would voluntarily do that in the face of really going to federal prison. Like (laughs) I don't think people are connecting the dots with my activity online is essentially free evidence. I'm giving the police and, and they're, and they're, and they're going for sort of like the, the cheap score um, instead of thinking clearly. And it's actually, it's kind of it just shows like how short-sighted they are and how like yeah. Well, I mean, it also it shows how broken our brains have become because of broken, the internet, yeah, right? Like where yeah. we, we 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 see everything through the lens of the gamification of it, which again is you know there's there's an element of this of like you know this is the kind of Banksy model, right? Where it's like you know the doing something illegal as an opportunity to build your own credibility, right? But, you know, yeah. all you said, it's, it's, everybody was going in there to, to do all this shit. And we, you know, it's a coup. It wasn't a coup, right? It was, it was a fucking egregious act of vandalism, right? On like one of the most sacred places in the United States, which in itself is, is violent and bad objectively, but it wasn't a coup in the way that we think of what a real coup is. But since then, with the purging of of social media accounts that would serve as some sort of dissonant opposition, we are now seeing a cultural coup from the the sources of information being Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, you know, Hmm. partially because of Trump being taken off. But also I do find it fucking crazy that like 4chan is still up, right? Like a lot of like, uh, a lot of what people say, which I, I do agree, it's like, Granted, Trump had, what, like 70 million followers on on Twitter. So it was like, you know, it's such a significant account. It's very important that there's a decorum, right? Mm -hmm. However, you know, there are literal terrorists on Twitter, like literal terrorists, documented, well-organized terrorists on Twitter who have not been banned. Right? Yeah, dude, the Saudi Arabian government. Have you watched The Dissident yet? Whoa, yowza. And and it's it's, that's the thing where you kind of go... I understand the reason why Twitter did this, but I do not think that they made the correct decision. I think that uh, they I agree with you in a very, very compromised place because now I think once you put down a hammer of object objective truth, it, it really creates a a really dangerous precedent of like cool. So now you got to take off the, the Filipino guy who's like killing people just for like the sniffing of drugs. And then you Duarte. Down, yeah. Duarte. And then you have to take down all the right. Organizations. They have to take all these things. And then before you know it, you're just kind of like, well, what's the point of this platform? This point of this platform yeah. is like 
a place for people to post what what Twitter deems acceptable content versus things that are, you know, the news. Like, I mean, what's the point of going to Twitter for news now? You know what I mean? Even if though it's, I, if it's censored, even, yeah, yeah, like it's it's very interesting. It's a very comp- complicated. Thing. I yeah. I think yeah the you know I, I was thinking about this based on the post uh, the note you had about sort of pulling away from all this social media and our behaviors become like it's just become so um sort of like self-aggrandizing and look at me and and I want to be sort of the center of of the story and and you think back to like where this all started and like my recollection is like the Paris Hilton Kim Kardashian like porn real world tapes and how those kind of like sprung into these like massive enterprises for these people and 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 then x amount of other kinds of people sort of to follow and then everyone's instagram everyone's a butt model everyone's a porn star everyone's a whatever everyone's a political commentator you're like you know it seems like since like 1995 till now like through essentially the internet it's like really destroyed the fabric of it's fractured people it's separated people it's put people in camps everyone's fighting against each other it's like it's kind of destabilized everything yeah um, i it, i don't want to say like the internet's been bad for america but you could make that argument yeah right at this point and and i think well, pulling away from some of these social media platforms is a really interesting idea that might be the next 10 15 year revolution that's that's that really is the only way to control these people is to sort of get off of the platform because that's what they need you to do. Uh, I mean, someone is going to commit a terrorist attack at a server. Like that's going to happen. Like it's, it's going to, it just, it makes sense. I mean, we're running into this, this Luddite revolution and I think it only, I don't want to throw this energy into the world because I don't want people to be like, wow, you guys totally predicted it and did it. But like, (laughs) it just seems odd. Typical did you read it kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. We called it. But, you know, like, it, it just, they're, like, I can't believe someone hasn't actively tried to break the internet. Like, it just, it, it seems odd. Like, it seems like, like, if you're a real fucking anarcho-terrorist, like, why have you not tried to just cut the wires? Like, it just it seems odd to me, you know? Yeah. Have you guys gone on a walk lately without your phone? I haven't. Uh, I'm not saying ooh, I'm better than you. No, but I'm just but saying, like, hey, maybe just a little spin around the block. This is like yeah. the day you get like accosted by like a gang of yeah. uh, pickpockets. <laughs> like, right. I mean, I will, I will, I will say, you know, we do we do a podcast about the internet, and I think that it's like I I think it's I, I love the internet as much as I hate the internet. I think it causes me immense amount of stress mm-hmm. and anxiety, but I also feel like completely constantly stimulated from it. So. I, I think I always drag it's like smoking, out. man. Yeah, that's right. You just described like smoking cigarettes. Yeah, it, it, I mean, but I also like smoking cigarettes. I don't do it anymore because I know it's bad for you. But I like ah. I think that cigarettes are fucking rad, and and I think that <laughs> I'm like they, are, they look so cool. Um, they look so great. But, but I think that you know my thing always is the capitalist narrative, right? It's like as much as I, as much as like it is an internet thing, of course, and I don't want to seem like I'm a fucking you know like anti I am to some degree anti-capitalist but I am anti-capitalist in the sense that I feel like we have such an unfettered unregulated fucking balls to the wall do whatever capitalism that we are seeing so many so many um derivative problems of the system that we've created we're exactly what we're talking about like one could say it's an internet problem but really 
it's an influencer problem, which in the influencer problem is a byproduct of the capitalist system where we are willing to pay people because they have followers or because they have voice on these social media platforms. And so people go to the people, you know, like someone like Q Shaman, like Q Shaman is going to have a fucking expensive cameo after this. You know what I mean? Like he's going to yeah. make money on being Q Shaman because of the fucking clout of the social media ecosystem turning him into the meme that he is. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that is like the, that's like the grand problem is the fact that all these people like are, I mean, Ariel Pink, who was like this kind of, you know, this musician who's this right leaning musician, who's like a very popular, like avant-garde musician, kind of very popular in the indie music scene was on Tucker Carlson last night because he got fucking canceled because of this, because he posted something on the internet about this. So he's wow. going to right wing martyr about it's just fucking wild, man. So what what is this thing that you have pulled up, boobs? I know you've had this. Oh yeah. Wanna... Okay, so this is related to kind of how the internet is. It's almost like the internet technology advances way faster than any of us can grasp it, and people are posting things on the internet about the insurrection with no regard for the consequences at all. Like it is about clout and it's, you've seen the footage of people in the airport finding out that they're on the no fly list. And no, being, the what? The what the <laughs> fuck? Like I gotta get to work tomorrow. And you're like, what did you think would happen? So this is really funny. This is, uh, that's, this is that's such a reality check. It's oh, such a reality check. <laughs> They're, these ladies they just look like moms yeah. are getting dragged out of like baggage claim. They're like, no. And it's like, oh, oh dude. Right. This oh. is so Kevin Lyons is one of the guys who stormed the Capitol and was filming everything. So oh, he was um, identified by an FBI agent at the scene who asked him, hey, would you mind giving me those videos? And he was like, yeah, sure, but uh, the files are pretty big, so I'm going to post them to YouTube, and I'll uh, I'll email you the links. So he uploads this video to YouTube on January 9th, and FBI Special Agent Land received an email from an email address that includes Lion's first and last names. The email states, hello, literally, quote, hello, nice FBI lady. Here are the links to the videos. Looks like the podium guy is in one of them. Less the podium. Let me know if you need anything else. Sincerely, Kevin Lyons. Like he writes his name, Kevin so Lyons. Does he think he's he's lending a helping hand? I being... truly don't know. So she opens the first link and it's a video of a large group of people outside the Capitol. It's a, a Rickroll. Burn! <laughs> I mean, that would have been, that's a fuck. that'd be an amazing, amazing move, actually. That <laughs> like, would that's be like legendary meme Santa. Amazing. <laughs> and she recognizes his voice. I mean, the video is posted on his YouTube channel. It's oh, like, so obviously they got him. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they oh. have a person interviewed with him. They like, they, it's just like, nobody seemed to understand. Like, this isn't just like a Donald Trump, uh, like rally where everybody's going to get shit on in the news. It's you're going to get arrested. Yeah. There's like this, there's, I mean, this is, it's the law. It's LARPing dude. Like it's LARPing with, I mean, that's what's so fucking wild. It is LARPing. 
It's like having, it's like doing a medieval LARP and using real fucking swords and being like, I didn't know you could actually hurt someone with this. Yes. What did you think was going to happen, dog? Yes. Like, and, and like, that's, I think what is kind of exactly what's happening. It's like, yeah, it's, it's just very, it's, it's really, I mean, it is, I mean, there's so much to break down in terms of the, the kind of like the um, linguistic, rhetorical, like sociological consequence of this too. I mean, it even comes down to like the way guns are treated where you go like, yeah, I'm an NRA. I love guns. And then someone's being like, whoa, I didn't know this could hurt someone. Yeah. Like, bro, what do you think guns do? And would be like, I thought they were like, I'm like a part of this group. So you, you have guns and you're like, a, be like, damn, like that. that's where we are now where people yeah. go. Oh, the, like that is like there's literally news as we speak. Like it's trending on Twitter right now. Q Shaman is is his defense in court is Trump told me to. I I was thinking about this as a great defense because when the president tells you to do something, you're just following order. He's the commander in chief. You're a plebe. It feels like a defense that could get a mistrial at least i i don't know well i mean it, it it represents a lot of i mean i wouldn't be surprised quite frankly if q shaman as odd as it is ends up being like this ends up being a landmark case in in like law schools right because it yeah. feels like one of those things where you're just like roe versus wade or whatever where it becomes a a true landmark decision that predicates how we talk about these things because i don't think we've ever been in a situation where we have a president who goes Hey, yeah, everybody, go out and fucking kill that guy. Just go do yeah. it. And he kills a guy, and he goes, the president, what, you want me to not do what the president tells me to do? It's a goddamn president. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? And so I don't know. I mean, I'm very curious as to how the president goes. But, but yeah, and I think, um, you know, um, there's another post, and maybe this is the last one we can do. I know that we're kind of running out of time. I mean, I know I say, I've been saying this a lot on our podcast lately i hope it isn't redundant but i think everybody who listens to this and is interested in the internet probably is aware of this but like we cannot cover all of conspiracy in one episode nor can we even kind of really touch the surface i think there's always a million things we would love to talk about it's like impossible. one of these stories could be a two-hour three-hour pod you know exactly. on its own exactly. so 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 i suggest anybody who's interested in these topics but is not going to get sucked into them in a serious way. Explore them on your own. I, I think it is, again, like this is how people get sucked into the stupid world of Q and QAnon. So like if you're a susceptible person, if you're having a bad day and you just lost your job and you're like, well, I was thinking about maybe joining a cult or like, I don't know, like getting on conspiracy subreddit. Like don't, don't do it. Like don't do it. <laughs> but if you're like, you know, if you if you uh if if you're just curious and you want to kind of get into the kind of anthropological components of this like we like to do i'm yeah it's really revealing um and the, the the related subreddits on the bottom right of this sub uh there's like about 40 other related subs that are right more specific and really interesting if you're into yeah. this kind of thing. And, and we might get into some of them too. I mean, we've we've done a QAnon sub. I mean, you've probably heard us reference our our buddy Captain Roy before, who a uh, lovely man who we interviewed. Check him out Roy, dude. He used to be the one of the moderators on the QAnon sub before it got shut down. I heard he tried yeah. to sail his ship into the Potomac, up the Potomac, and up the butthole of the White House. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard that too. But they I mean, took I him out with cannon fodder. I do think it's but worth. <clears throat> we should probably contact Roy and see if he's yeah, safe. We should check him. We, you know what? He'd be he's he's kind of our boots on the ground as as you know as it were. Right. Well, um, and and realistically, I mean, I would be blown away if he wasn't there. So I hope he <laughs> um, 
I, I hope that he like I mean I don't want to suddenly I mean this is kind of our fear all along when we interviewed Roy is I don't want it to be like he shows up in one of these photos he's like yeah our, our buddies like Aaron Dom and Ben like yeah they're like totally good friends of ours man like you talk to them like they know I'm cool so like hit them wow. up if you I'd hit be like up. Roy I don't want to tell the FBI that we're friends with Roy but we're friends with Roy <laughs> but he came to my wedding someday someday roy and I, we're gonna be we're gonna sail down the potomac together i hope that but um so this is the last post i have that is actually kind of um this is it's, a, it's again this is a weird one to end on because it feels like it opens a it opens a lot of, of doors here but i saw this and i it was a really interesting oh, yeah. marriage, right so yeah it was a good read I did not fucking know this, and this is very confusing because this feels like one of those things where you kind of go, "Wait, why has this not been brought up?" So yeah. these ladies, these ladies in this picture look like they're from Brooklyn or Silver Lake. <laughs> yes. so evidently, um, so a lot of the conversation around the the Capitol and what people are saying is like nobody has done this since 1812. That was the last time someone stormed the Capitol, which is technically true. However, there was a terrorist attack on the Capitol in the Senate uh, in 1983. So this is an article, and this part of why I'm bringing this up is because this is from Politico, right? So this is not, and this was not done like last week. This was an article that came out in 2017 from Politico. And it was, bomb explodes in U.S. Capitol on November 7th, 1983. At two minutes before 11 o'clock in the evening on this day in 1983, a thunderous explosion tore through the second floor of the U.S. Capitol Senate wing. Since the area was virtually deserted at the time, there were no casualties. Minutes before the bomb went off, a caller claimed to represent the armed resistance unit uh, warned a Capitol switchboard operator that a bomb had been placed near the chamber purportedly in retaliation for the recent U.S. military actions in Granada and Lebanon. The force of the device hidden under the bench inside the Senate chamber blew the hinges off the door to the office of Senator Robert Byrd uh, from West Virginia shout out uh the minority leader it was also damaged five paintings particularly a stately portrait of senator daniel webster uh the blast tore away webster's face yada yada um the blast also punched a hole in a partition that sent a shower of pulverized brick plaster and glass into the republican cloakroom behind the chamber although the explosion caused no structural damages to the capitol it shattered mirrors chandeliers furniture officials say it was about two hundred fifty thousand dollars in damages right so after a five-year investigation, in May 1988, FBI agents arrested seven members of the resistance conspiracy. So um, Marilyn Buck, uh, Linda Evans, Susan Rosenberg, Timothy Blunk, Alan Bergman, Laura Whit White Whitehorn, and Elizabeth Ann Duke. They were charged with executing the Capitol bombing as well as triggering similar blasts at Fort McNair and a Washington Navy Yard. So... The thing that's interesting about this is so the the resi the resistance conspiracy right um, is a uh, let's see it was uh, a group of like neo communist kind of like eco fat eco terrorists is that what it was? They seem like a little bit smarter group of terrorists, you know, like. Yeah, they, they seem smarter, but it was, I guess what I'm saying is it was a, 
yeah, so some but not all of the convicted had been members of the May 19th Communist Organization, also known as the May 19th Coalition and May 19th Communist Movement, a self-described revolutionary organization formed in part by splintered off members of the Weather Underground, right? And the Weather Underground being a very important kind of communist black power organization. But um, now I believe the woman Susan, uh, Susan Rosenberg, uh, was pardoned by clinton right and now evidently according to the conspiracy post which i don't necessarily trust but i I do think that there's she is a free woman now um she is oh yeah so she is a um she is very involved yeah so rosenberg serves as a vice chair and board of directors of thousand currents a nonprofit foundation that sponsors and fundraising and does administrative work for the black lives matter movement so (laughs) So, so you got a lady running Black Lives Matter who blew up the White House in who blew two, up 1983. Right. Mm. So, which is fucking wild. Like, and, and, and again, oh, not being just like touched on by anybody. Dude, and this is what's, this is why I think people's distrust of the media is very valid, right? Mm-hmm. I understand everything that has happened in the, in the Senate and, and everything that happened in the insurrection is a huge problem. Obviously, I think anybody who says it's not is an idiot. I mean, I've seen some people on Facebook in my like hometown. Yeah. Anybody who thinks this was a violent protest has never seen violence. I'd be like, you have a misunderstanding of what violence is, dog. Like violence doesn't mean bloodshed. Violence can mean rhetorical violence. It can mean vandalizing, right? Like everything. Uh, BLM. I don't know. Violence. <laughs> even if nobody was hurt, right? I think violence means hurting people, but. Well, yeah. I, I think. I mean, I don't know, man. You know, like if you're, if you are a, a, I I think we got to be careful what we, how we, does it, are you considered violent? No. A verbally abusive relationship? No. Violent is like striking somebody with a, like physically, I think. But, and the reason I'm, I'm there is because we need to have some kind of understanding with language. Like the more it gets bent, the less. It, it has impact. <laughs> right. like, what, are you, well, but what about like violent diarrhea? Well, if there's blood, then it's violent. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the diarrhea defense. Always <laughs> diarrhea defense. That um, is where I have to leave it because I do have to go to preschool and okay. uh, mold young minds. But um, well, I, guess, I guess what I'm saying with the Susan Rosenberg thing is fucking. Don't listen to the news. Fucking check your sources and be exactly. woke. People. I mean, I do think that there's that, that story is wild. And Bill Clinton was in bed with her. Bill Clinton definitely molested her on Jeffrey Epstein's island when she was 12 and then implanted her in Black Lives Matter so they could tear down the establishment with the Hillary Clinton lizard people, JFK, and still alive. <laughs> exactly. I would not be surprised. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right. Well, we'll end. I know we're ending a little bit abruptly. I know we all have to go to our respective preschools. So um, we'll end there. <laughs> Conspiracy. We're, we're going to revisit it again. I know that we had alluded to Alyssa Lamb having an update. We did not talk about that. I don't even know if that's true. So maybe we'll cover that on the next pod. Um, but but we will. This one is like kind of the never ending thread. Right. So we're going to get back to this one. Um, this did you read it? Weekly podcast about the Internet by way of Reddit, the front page of the Internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I'm dog boobs. My free day. The eye is watching you. The Illuminati eye. Sheep. All right. We'll uh, be back next week. See you later. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.